the Cannabishes. Welcome to High Tea. High Tea is a high vibe cannabis entertainment company for women who also love weed. This is a thoughtful and blunt exploration of pot and its magic, the role it has in the lives and processes of cool and creative people everywhere, and an evolving cannabis culture we're seeing happen before our very eyes. We're elevating perceptions with every episode. Listen up as we go in. Welcome back, my cannabishes. What's up? Are we growing yet or what? All right, so that was part one of our grow episode. And admittedly, the podcast is not the optimal medium for learning all the intricacies of how to grow your own. I'll admit that. (laughs) And I will also admit that most of us do not have the luxury of growing our own gouge outside in Muskoka, according to the cycles of the moon. Though you know she is here for that. So, uh, holla at your girl. You know where to find me. So for part two of our grow episode, we are growing indoors with a new friend of mine and the only other cannabis in my Instagram growing group. Now, she and I share, curiously, a lot more than just our love for this plant. So let's grow indoors together now with hobby farmer and new friend and actually new grower, Miss Nudie. Listen up. First of all, is your name Jen Newton? It is. (laughs) What the fuck are the odds of that? That's crazy. I am... I remember when I was going to university and I was registering and the lady there had told me that there was, I don't know, eight or nine people with my exact name. What? Now I thought I would run into one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's hilarious? And I have now. You have, yeah. Well, in real life soon enough, I got pulled over for um, like an illegal turn very recently and it was taking forever and I couldn't figure out why – What was going on with the cop and he came back and he's like there is a warrant out uh for jennifer newton in in toronto i just had to be sure that that wasn't you i was like oh my god there's so many of us (laughs) it's actually insane every time i get a criminal record check i always have to get fingerprinted because there's so many jennifer newtons the craziest that my and the same birthday what I know. I want to meet one of them. What is your birthday? birthday? Yeah. Mine's in April. Oh, mine's in November. Okay. Super weird, though. Very weird. on my list, then. (laughs) And, like, and so, and they call you Newts, and they call you Genevieve, which is exactly what people call me. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, the power, this is a weird world. (laughs) And the, the... Right? And the people who I keep coming across, like, via Insta and, like, via this cannabis world, there's always, like, some sort of weird, like, connection or coincidence. It's very strange. I know. I'm actually loving it. I'm really new to Instagram and technology, and uh, it's fun. Are you? Well, it's been – so I'll just tell the listeners. So 
Jen Newton and I found each other. Jen Newton and Jen Newton found each other in a Instagram cannabis group that I somehow luckily got um, got to be a part of. But it's a group of growers, which I am certainly not especially if you saw the plants that I just grew last summer. <laughs> like, it's very clear that I'm not a grower. So I've been super, like... Gotta start somewhere. Uh, yeah. I, well, this is... We're, st- we're starting with you. <laughs> we're starting with you, my friend. Because I've been super intrigued to, like, just learn and listen and, and, and mm-hmm. sort of absorb as much as I can um, just through our group. But I think you're the only... F- female in our group if well or grower right there was a couple more there was a couple more but i uh i don't know where they went yeah they've sort of fallen off so um so this is our grow episode i've spoken to a friend of mine who grows outdoor up north and very sort of au natural organic, which is amazing, but is not a luxury or liberty that a lot of people have to be able to do that. So I thought it was really important to round out the conversation, talk to some, talk to somebody who can teach us a little bit, uh, like 101, about where to start in terms of growing at home. Like you said, you've got to start somewhere, right? And... Okay. And then I really sort of also wanted to just, I'm just intrigued just as a female, like female to female, us growing this female flower about our our deep connection to it. So um, why don't we start from the top? I vibe with that totally. Yeah? So how long have you... I connecting with other women growers. I'm constantly seeking them out on Instagram. I want to connect with people. I want to see your grows. I want to see your plants. If you need help reach out to me. I, I actually help lots of people too. Just via Most the ground. men. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But some females too. So how long have you been growing? Start us from the top. How did this Not start for you? <laughs> okay. I'm actually really, really new to cannabis. Um, like I, I think I only started uh, medicating maybe three years ago. Okay. So before that, I mean, I used it or I experimented, I suppose, but mm-hmm. nothing, nothing major. Um, <laughs> I uh, have a bit of a background in addiction. I've been sober for eight years now, so good for you. Using cannabis, yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of, it was a, it was a tough decision. I, I'm curious I about that decision. I've had a few people reach out to me since high tea, you know, same thing. They're mm-hmm. sober and, you know, they're they're using cannabis mm-hmm. and they're not quite sure how to tell their friends and family and really kind oh, of, awful. right, and come to terms with it even for themselves sometimes. So, yeah, tell us a bit about your story, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to go into all the grossness, but basically in 12-step kind of, just not really driving with the people there, I suppose, but still trying to do my best, staying sober. Um, I am in recovery from alcohol, cocaine, pills, and bulimia. So it's been a couple rounds of treatment, and um, but yeah, I've been sober for eight years, coming in January. And Well done, <laughs> girl. Very proud of you. Thank you. you. Good but job. But it's been a bit of everything, like, and sure. I've learned that along the way is that if you have an open mind and an open spirit and you're just determined, you're going to stay sober regardless. You don't really need to follow one journey specifically. 
um, because I was kind of kicked out of 12-step when I decided to use cannabis. And, I, and it was because I was in pain physically. I, um, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, I guess, a form of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like really bad ulcers in the duodenum and the opening of my stomach and stuff. And had a couple surgeries and lost a significant amount of weight. And um, I, I was really desperate. Yeah. Like I was on, they were wanting to give me opiates and things where I was really nervous and I didn't want to do that. And uh, I guess I went to one doctor. Well, most of my doctors didn't want, they would, wouldn't even talk about cannabis, actually. Okay. And my main psychiatrist actually, like, quit. Like, she didn't want to deal with me after that. Really? Yeah. How unfair is that? Yeah, same thing. They said, if that's what you choose to do, then we're going to have to end our relationship, basically. So, And these people were influential in my recovery. So, I thankfully, I was already four years in, sort of. So, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to have to do this, you Mm -hmm. know? And um, I did, and I'm glad I did, because... It's actually helping my recovery now. I took it for one thing, but I realize now that I think I was just like probably close to maybe relapsing again. I see that in retrospect, and now using cannabis, I don't feel like that anymore. Amazing. It helped me in so many different ways. It's crazy. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. So you're, you, were, you didn't find that you were very supported by the medical community um, when you were oh, in no. recovery and you turned to the power of the plant for healing. How about with your loved ones? Did, are they understanding? Um. <laughs> and like, do they get it? Or is, have you really, this has been a, jur- a solo journey of empowerment for you by the sound? Um, I think it's been partly that. And, like, there, it's been half and half. I've had really, really, like, I have great supportive people in my life. And I have people who are not so supportive. So mm-hmm. I have really good boundaries. And um, I guess I just implement those more with the people that are kind of toxic or... Right. Or who, judgmental. <laughs> right? It's It's, <laughs> yeah, it's judgment. Um, yeah, it's not easy. My spouse is not actually supportive of what I do, so... Your spouse? Yeah. Now, this is interesting. Uh, I I have a very similar situation. My relationship ended about over cannabis as well and not him not being supportive of cannabis use in my life and the role it played and things like that. So your spouse doesn't... Does He he must see the benefits that it's having in your life. He does, I yeah. think so, but he has this, like, old-school way of thinking. Like, he was raised in a really big, um, he's, like, first-generation Dutch. Mm-hmm. And, well, he should be like, down. Just, Come on. Religious. <laughs> I know. I know, right? <laughs> partly, I think. Partly. But not, like, I don't know. Interesting. It's a constant battle, basically. And, I mean, it's a slow progress, but he is becoming more open, I think, as... As he sees the benefits, I think, like you said. Yeah. And as you continue, I think, to do your work, right? Like with every conversation we have, every post, every time we sort of help reach out and connect with someone and help, you know, you're answering questions for people and stuff. It's it's advocacy, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not being caught up in, in, 
uh, you know, the, the addiction, you know, hamster wheel necessarily. Okay. So, so three years, you've only been using for three years. So you made quite a quick jump to growing. Can you talk to me about what inspired you to start growing your own plants instead of just, you know, going to the dealer dispensary or, um, through the medical route? I mean, I love my dealer. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll always support the Shout out. I her get whether I need the weed or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did get a medical prescription, and uh, I started having to pay for it, and it was so expensive. Yes. And so um, I guess I kind of have a green thumb naturally. I've been gardening for a really long time, and so I just decided that. I was going to illegally grow cannabis. <laughs> Amazing. Because <laughs> I wasn't legal at that time. So I started in my little closet in my kind of craft room, my little crafter. Okay. And uh, lined it all with, um, I cut apart a bunch of uh, electrical, or what are they called? Emergency tents. Those, my, they look like mylar, but they're not. Very flammable. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> Um, but had my first little plant in there and just started growing. And it was an awful first grow. I did everything wrong. What do you, Okay, horrible. what did you do wrong? Tell us. <laughs> well, I had so much information. Like just, I guess I started growing probably like a year ago, like not even that long ago, maybe maybe 14 months ago. Okay. That was my first time I started. And I had so much information. Plus my dad. He was secretly growing for his, like, he has back problems and stuff. And so he was kind of helping me, but he has this really old school um, kind of way of doing things. So I was interested in learning more about what people are doing nowadays. And so I was kind of doing a mix of that and a mix of books that I read and just, like, a a whole mix of, like, very confusing things. And so um, I'm going to do a post soon that shows my very first plant. <laughs> oh, good! They made it all the way to harvest, which is the first success, and they were okay. Like they got me high. Yeah, yeah. That's what and didn't happen with this. Mine were like I think mine got powdery mildew, but we grew in a greenhouse over a very mm-hmm. hot summer, and I didn't oh, know. Outside. That's a different ball game, right? And it was like just stifling hot in there and they never really flourished they never really sort of started bulking out and then um and then I was it you but I I I posted on I when I harvested I posted a leaf all proud of myself and one someone from my uh high tea community wrote back and said that has powdered mildew powdery mildew on it and I had been so excited, and I meanwhile the whole plant. I don't think that was me. No, it wasn't you. Um, so I don't do that. But. <laughs> so they're curing right now, and I've kind of like tried a little bud here and there, but it doesn't seem like it has any potency at all. So I definitely did did something wrong. So how it's hard to battle the elements outside. So good for you for getting it all the way to harvest. I did outside stuff this year, and it was very interesting. Okay. Okay. Very different. Very different. Yeah. So t- let's I've, let's pretend that we're just talking to a noob, completely don't okay. know where to start. What what's the where should I begin? I mean, obviously, I got to I've got to read and start to understand. But what am mm-hmm. what am I looking for? And and first of all, is it, am I sort of waiting to a certain time of year because we're Canadian, or does it 
matter because we're inside? Like, can can someone turn around and start tomorrow? What do they do? Totally. I think that people, I coach a couple people from the start, and I always say to go online and I give people a couple of websites and just do a bunch of research. So 420 Magazine is where I learned a lot of stuff. That's probably where I was mentored the most. And um, there's grow journals on there, so you can follow people and kind of see how they do it from the beginning. Decide what kind of environment you want and what kind of medium you want, because there's so many different choices. Um, And then those are the things you have to research individually, I think, even down to uh, what kind of pots you want to use. Yeah. And like root systems and reservoirs and things. You can do both. Okay. Wow. I don't know. Some provinces, you have to check province to province. Outside, I'm not sure. Huh. Okay. Legally, I mean, I had a small gorilla grow in the city here, which I'm so shocked that I didn't get busted. Well, you just had it outside, loud and proud? Well, yeah. Amazing. Well, I was trying to be really, like, incognito because if you saw my backyard, it's like neighbor, 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 neighbor. And uh, it's a couple of old people behind me. And so they're always back there gardening. And so the smell and like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they knew, but I never ever, there was never a knock on the door. (laughs) No, they're probably just nicking it. So it smells when it grows, right? (laughs) It definitely smells. Yeah. 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 Totally. So when you're growing inside. Around the corner, I could smell it. Yeah. There's a house near me that every time I pass by, I'm like, they're growing. Um, Mm -hmm. So but how does that translate if you're growing inside? Are you not just like sitting in a stank box all day? Or is that why (laughs) you had to make your special Mylar closet? (laughs) Yeah. If you do that, you'll be sitting in a stank box all day. But I've upgraded since then. (laughs) Okay. So... Actually, people are surprised when they come over and they come into my back room. <laughs> um, there's no smell back here. You smell candles and incense and that's it. It's got good vibes. And besides the huge black tent, you wouldn't know I was growing in here. Yeah, I think if you're going to begin, I think you should do it inside and get a small tent. Like, I wouldn't get it too small, but I started, <laughs> excuse me, uh, three foot by three foot. And then five foot tall tents would be a good one to start. Okay. And they're pretty cheap right now on Amazon. And you don't need to get sucked in and get like a fancy one or anything. You just get whatever's cheap and the prime special, whatever. And you've got lights in the tents, I'm guessing? Yeah. So I started off, lights is where I have the least amount of knowledge. So I kind of just go with what's working. <laughs> Okay. Um, I use LEDs, and they're the red, purple, white combo, so people call them blurpo, I think. I don't know. I like that. They're just straight LEDs. Yeah, but I've upgraded, I guess, from, like, kind of the smaller ones to, oh, I need more light if I want to have big dank buds to kind of nicer ones that work for me. Okay. Now, do you start from... The more money you spend, the more, the better you're going to have for outcome so big powerful lights make big dank buds 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I dig it. I always say I just want to grow for the lights because I like those uh, blurple lights. They're pretty. They're yeah. chic. <laughs> I mean, your light—it's hard to say what's the most important thing, really. Light, uh, airflow, um, and then that complete darkness. Period. Once you switch that, once you decide when that's going to be, it's called short day, long night which I guess some plants need it in order to bloom. So cannabis is one of those plants. And so you can grow it. Like some people decide that they're going to, so that first part of life is the vegetative cycle of life. And so you can decide to grow your plant for, um, and I'm talking about regular seeds or feminized seeds, not autos, that's different. Um, but light cycle is important for regular seeds or feminized seeds. And so, yeah, when you decide how big you want your plant to be, I guess, depending on what kind of size you have to go with, um, then you are ready to switch that light cycle. So probably from something like 20 hours of lights on or 18 hours of lights on to 12 and 12. So 12 hours of lights and then 12 hours of sleep. Okay. And you start from and seeds? so much during the nighttime. Really? Yeah, as soon as you switch that, they love it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's really struck me in our group and in the conversations um, that I'm having with people who grow is like this—the connection, the spiritual connection to the plant. How how truly proud people feel um you know my friend who's on who's also on this episode calls them his girls and you know only his girls get the best and things like that right and and it it, yeah it's quite amazing um I, I love it but okay so my do you start from seed or do you start from clone um both but I started originally from seed, just something that I, like, I collected 10 seeds from a bunch of different eggs and weed or whatever, and three of them ended up growing all the way to harvest. That was the set. I called them my skinny bitches girl. <laughs> hey, that's my favorite drink. <laughs> if you see a picture of them, you'll understand why. Just long and spindly? Yes, really? skinny bitches. Isn't yeah, no that... topping, nothing. I didn't know anything about training. They were just like, oh, natural. Okay, and and those were just seeds that you found in your gosh. You didn't go out and procure yeah. seeds no, from I'm your favorite nervous. strains. Yeah, okay. So yeah, are you buying nervous, seeds so. online? Is that how it works? Or are there... Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, you just figure out which ones are kind of the ones that have been around for a while and are reputable or that you've heard good things about. Like from 420 Magazine, that's probably where I heard the most about where to go. Awesome. And then you kind of get to, it's overwhelming almost because you look through all the different possibilities and uh, it's hard to make decisions on what you think you want to grow, especially first. But I think if you're just starting out, I would suggest somebody grow something easy like, um, and powerful which would be white widow would be my suggestion big fan it's just a really <laughs> resilient <laughs> vigorous it's frosty can we swear yep as fuck oh, yeah okay. frosty and, as fuck <laughs> <laughs> i like that yeah, frosty as fuck. and uh yeah so and it's fun to watch so and 
they're really through uh, stress resistance. So it's it's strain so by strain. Wow. Who knew? Okay, so you said you kind of fucked up your your skinny bitches and you didn't train yeah. them to grow right or coax them along right. Talk to me a bit about that. Is that like pruning? Is that cutting back? Oh, I over defoliated them because I, like I said, I'm a gardener, so defoliate things bounce back like nightly, right? But that means cut leaves, I'm guessing? Yeah. Like, okay. Cut, sorry, yeah, cut. like leaves that are sitting on top of each other or just like that's how you don't want or how you get powdery mildew is if you leave leaves sitting on top of each other um, or where moisture collects so I will go in and thin things out or whatever my grandma taught me to do it (laughs) okay and so you'd over and you overdid it yeah because there's a point in flower once they're flowering where they stop producing foliage. So if you take it all, it stops growing back. But I didn't know that. So Interesting. <laughs> so they're naked. Like my plants are just naked, just like skinny stems with buds on top. So what's the typical grow cycle? I know it depends on indica versus sativa, right? Is it mm-hmm. is it a few weeks? Is it a few months? Like how many cycles have you been through in 14 months? I've done a lot. Yeah. I, used to, I started right away. I dove right into doing, I guess, perpetual, which is constantly popping new seeds because I just wanted to try everything. And I started cloning things and I sort of got addicted to that for a little bit. And um, so I had a bunch of plants and clones. And luckily I met a couple of local people. So that's been really awesome. We switch and we trade stuff. And if I don't have room, I can pass it off or he doesn't have room you can pass it off you know that's been nice um but typically mine are like six months okay but because I was overlapping um at one point I had like three or four different growth spaces going on and so it's been chaotic but it's how you learn I guess right it sounds like probably a huge commitment in terms of time like how, how how much time are you giving your girls every day Oh, my God. Well, right now I'm able to give them lots of time. But I, <laughs> up until uh, summertime, I I was a social worker working in the social work field for the last, I don't know, 13 years, 15 Amazing. years, 12 wow. years at the last, at the same place with the last um, 12 years. And I just quit to do this because wow. I just, I feel compelled I don't know what else to call it people think I'm crazy um I don't think you're crazy my life because I'm making these like rash decisions I guess but I didn't really make a rash decision I thought about it really really well and thoughtfully and prayed over it and all of that stuff and I feel like good things are gonna happen so but anyways I didn't have a lot of time when I was working full-time and more than full-time really um, but I was obsessed. Right. So when I wasn't working, I was at home, and I just made sure that their hours were coordinated with my hours, so that the time I could spend with them, because you do, you do need to give them a lot of time. It is very time-consuming if you want to do it well, I guess. So you mentioned that you're coaching people through this. Like, that, yeah. I mean, I see that being a proper, legit, 
place, like, uh, you know, job and role in the cannabis industry. Everyone seems like they need coaching and knowledge and sh- knowledge sharing and illumination and education in this space, right? Mm-hmm. It's huge right now. Are you finding it's most... You're right, we do need it. Yeah. Do you find and that mentors, it's... And women. That's like, what women, I was going to say. The women, like, the ladies need to come out of the woodwork. I was very nervous to come online because I wasn't quite legal when I came online because I had to go through all the jumps and the hoops and I couldn't figure out the whole process of Health Canada. I had the prescription, but the, it made it very difficult for me to grow. Right. Like, it took almost a whole other year for me to figure that out. So, I don't know. I think there needs to be more people uh, talking about it, especially now that it's legal. Let's talk about growing and teach each other and pump each other up and absolutely <laughs> that kind of stuff. I think there and we we started off you know there's there's a huge connection uh, amongst women with this plant the flower for the female mm-hmm. flower and we're I mean we're gardeners we're cultivators we you know get our hands in the dirt and 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 help things bloom right and I think that there's a a deep uh you know almost imprinted in our DNA connection in, in, in growing this and, and caring for ourselves and taking sort of the power back into our own hands. But everyone's just, there's so much confusion and no one knows where to, be, where to begin. And it does somehow, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it does sort of seem like it's dominated by dudes, this whole growing world, right? And there aren't many females. Am I wrong? That's what I'm saying, like, there's got to be, though. There's got to be more. So <laughs> I hope more women start growing or just coming out. The thing is that women are creative. And you could be so creative with how you grow these plants. Tell me more. Like, almost like a bonsai, you know. Like, I like to put structure into my plants because I, I want to see a certain design. Or um, <laughs> I dabble in the dark arts of high-stress training. So super cropping because I want something to look a certain way or staking something a certain way because it will grow in the pattern of it wants to grow towards the light. So once you figure out how that works with your plant, you really have to do it by feeling it and doing it. But I suggest everybody do it. Low stress training is where you should start. What does that mean? Um, So when they're young, you would... You don't always have to top it, but I would suggest topping it. And actually, the other website that I I always suggest people go to is Grow Weed Easy, which Nebula Hayes is awesome. She helps everybody. I don't even know how she has the time to do it. (laughs) But that has everything on low-stress training, high-stress training. That's where I learned everything about training. I love it. Okay. Mainlining. Like, I had this one plant that I mainlined just... It was just glorious, you know, like I kept the skull of it. <laughs> You're like literally talking Chinese to me. I, I don't I don't know the terminology. I don't know. Well, and I make up my own too, so we're going to be quoting hopefully. So. No. I'm learning the new stuff in school, and uh, hopefully I'm starting to use more of that. <laughs> so what, do you, what, what are you learning in school? Um, just everything about growing marijuana you're in school for this yeah oh 
my gosh. Okay, tell us more. I like kind of quit my job, and then I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I had no idea, and I had an old um, or person. Well, she's one of my best friends now, but a friend that I worked with knew what was going on and emailed me this school that was a couple hours from me in old Alberta. It's an agriculture town or agriculture school. And they were offering this cannabis production program. So I've been doing that. So we've been learning all about like botany, just general plant science and, um, and then specific cannabis legislation, the Canadian legislation, documentation, labeling, all that kind of stuff. Amazing. Are there many women in your class or? Um, there actually, I was surprised. There's quite a few. Good. I'm glad There's to like hear all it. sorts of women and all sorts of ages, men, women, like different people coming just like me, just quitting their other totally different job and jumping aboard, not sure what, what we want to do really, you know, like, cause there's just so many options. Yeah. There's an endless, right I mean, the industry that, that it's opening, like there's thousands of jobs that didn't exist months ago, just oh, like literally so rolls, right? Yeah. It's incredible. Um, and, yeah. and, and there are so many people who are doing exactly what you and I are doing, which is you don't really know where you're going, but there's something in your gut calling you, pushing you, telling yeah. you this is right, telling you that, ah, uh, it all makes sense giving now. Signs, yep. Giving you signs along the way, like very positive signs this whole time for me. Amazing. Besides some of the hate, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. So how many are you growing right now? Um, I was growing Oh, you don't want to say? <laughs> okay. And I've topped two in the last week and a half. Yeah, so it's like, um, it's like my own advent calendar right now. It's so fun. They're all just like coming down. Like every week is a new one that's ready. So interesting. And it's what do you do with all this gange? I mean, you must have more gange um, than you know what to do with, right? Yeah, I process <laughs> a lot of it into <laughs> into edibles um, that I just freeze. Like I have just loads and loads of it, and I also share it with my family. Yeah, so, community. Do you make yeah, tinctures? I love, gift, I love to do little gifties. I'm going to send you a gifty pack. Ooh, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love to send little care packages. It's my favorite thing. So you already made my list. I just told you about it. Ah, uh, so cute. I love that. Have you experimented? Yeah, Thank you. And you're allowed to do that now in Canada. You can mail cannabis. Yeah. And yeah. share with your friends. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, yeah. Can you share plants and stuff back and forth as well? Like, if I have a plant, can I just give it to my friend? Um, yeah, well, I think it's different province to province, but I know that, like, you can transport your plants around in Alberta um, as long as they're not flowering. So <laughs> I was joking about taking my plant for a walk in the dog park, but okay. not when it's flowering because that's illegal. <laughs> and now why is that? Without, you wouldn't want to take it out then anyways. Why do you think it's illegal to, to transport it when it's flowering? I don't know. That's the fact that everyone thinks it's so dangerous, I guess. But honestly, my six-year-old nephew helps me tend to my plants. It's not dangerous. If you, if you brush up against it or get some of the THC on your skin, it's not activated yet. So I see. it's not dangerous. And now how do you activate the THC? What is that through the curing process? Um, partly, yeah. So uh, once harvest all the material I do different things I sometimes I hang them like whole and then I'll trim it when it's dry 
or yeah. sometimes that's what I prefer to do if I have the space, but I don't always have the space. So I, um, I will do it, like trim it wet and then cut it all, cut it down so that I can put it in hang bags and stuff like that, which is like just these mesh bags that I used to use for my daughter's stuffed animals. But it works really great for weeds. They're pink and purple too, so they're super cute. <laughs> so you you ideally would hang dry the entire plant. Yeah, if I like, if I had my own room for drying. Oh, cool! Um, I would hang the whole plant. Yeah, and then it just it dries so much slower, and you want your plant to dry kind of uh, slowly over time. So say at least three days. But if you can stretch it out to seven, that's what I like to do. Okay. And make sure you get all the chlorophyll and some of the maybe leftover nutrients kind of comes out from from doing that. And the smoke's less harsh. Okay. And what about flushing? You hear a lot about flushing and did you flush yet? What does all that mean? I'm experimenting with that right now. Um, I haven't really flushed because I've, like, I, I'm still a noob. Like, I'm the noob teaching noobs. I'm just, like, a little bit more experienced noob than last year's noob or whatever. But I'm experimenting with flushing. I usually get to the point where I'm like, shit, i got to chop it now because it's ready. It's not planned in advance like I would like to. Um, so now with this one, I have a little bit more control in this run because of some of the things I've learned and implemented. And so um, I am. I'm flushing them now. So I want to see if there's a difference. It, and the difference would be in term in like the end smoke. You think? Yeah. 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 I use such low dose nutrients though that um, there isn't a lot. And there's a lot of science um, that says there is no nutrients stored in the buds actually. Oh. Um, and that so. The flush is really a waste of time, I guess, is what people say. Okay. But it's a hot topic, so I'm trying to just test it out for myself. Everything I just like to do for myself and just decide what I like, I guess. Yeah, what, what's working best. It's all an experiment, right? Okay, so we've dried it, and now what? Mm-hmm. What's curing? So I like to dry things until... Um, let's dry... But the stem, it won't snap, but almost. Okay. Um, so if you were to put it into a jar with a humidity, a humidity reader measure, I can't see. Sorry. Stop something. Um, <laughs> you would want it to read around 67%, I guess. And then you, you could start the cure process. I used to do it all in jars, but now I cure... Um, like I cure a whole, say, three-ounce harvest in a big old turkey bag, like a roasting bag. Okay. And it works like a charm. They're super cheap at Dollarama. Okay. Yeah. And you'll get even more sales after Christmas, so just stock up. Because they're also good for uh, decarbing afterwards, too, when you want to process into edibles. That's the part that makes your THC activate the heat. Curing. You put everything into the turkey bag and then just like, or jars, however you want to do it. And then put it, put a little humidity reader in there. And then once a day, you just let the air out, close it back up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Definitely haven't been doing that. <laughs> I've done everything wrong, Newts. Everything. <laughs> uh, 
okay. It's okay. I did everything wrong, too. I was doing all sorts of things that I just laugh at now. I have a couple grow journals on 420 Magazine, and the very first one I did is hilarious. Oh, it's cringy. Oh, I feel like I can't wait to dig in. I feel like that is the way. It's just oh, <laughs> reading the grow journals, here, sort of watching your own process, however you're able to share it. We need more females, actually, to come on and grow. Yeah. I love and that. represent. Yeah. Yes, girl. I'm in. I'm going to try my growing experiment place. again. Come hang out. Yeah. It's a good place. It's a nice place to just, like, pop your... You know, if you have a sick plant and you can just put your picture up there and all these people are ready to help you, it's really cool. I love that. Power of the community. That's how we're going to learn from each other, right? Yeah. yeah. You can... We can, you know watch the modules and read the articles, but it's just the conversations, the experiments, the trial, the error, and the knowledge sharing that's really going to change minds here, right? It's good to be constantly reading and learning and researching, I think. I don't know. Yeah, stretch yourself, right? And continue to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Grow alongside the plants. Exactly. I love it. You've, You've really inspired me. I sort of dismissed... I dismissed it after this experiment this summer and sort of just assumed oh, it wasn't yeah. something I was going to do again because, it, you know, I wasn't even really very hands-on, but um, it just seems like a lot. But I'm really intrigued about coming back to this um, and, and, ex- and trying it again. So thank you. Yeah, you might yeah, have to be my grow I, coach, though. <laughs> I will. I love that. I need, I, I'm honestly always looking for female mentors out in the community and... I love to mentor other people with growing, especially women. And I, I don't have it. I'm coaching a few people now, but I, I'd love to be some ladies. You're allowed to, so do it. That's what I think. Right. Make it. It'll just make it more natural. If more people are doing it, it's just going to become more natural. Yep. More conversation. More accepted. More mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Has to and happen. And I'm like counseling some like older, like very discreet ladies right now. On growing. So. Yeah. I love that. Ladies that were like never had tried marijuana before. And they're now growing their but own? counsel them through the oiling process and the CBD and then the THC and then yes, because it's expensive. Fabulous. How did they even find yeah. you? Um, just through friends. Amazing. I found out kind of like through my family members because I was sick of hiding. I'm not a social worker anymore, so I shouted out, came out of the closet so people connected after that a lot. I got lots of positive feedback. You did Strangers, it on, on social? You just put it out there? Yeah. And I'm usually, I was usually kind of a private person up until a few years ago, so... Well, this has been a pleasure. Okay. I am so mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for your time and your knowledge and your insight. And um, yeah. this will be continued no because I'm going to do this. And you're <laughs> you might be my girl, Miss Nudie. Yay! <laughs> I love Yay, it. I'm excited. Yeah, and I'll review everything, and we'll start step by step is the way to do it. That you got to get a mentor, so latch on to someone and just learn. Fab. And then we'll bring the listeners along for the journey. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, exactly. I'm very excited and I'm 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 thrilled that you were able to spend some time with us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Insta at high tea.life. 
like us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other things. Join our invite list and holla at your girl by visiting high tea.life. 